0: W-H-U-P-L-P-Hillsboro. I've got Blaze in the building. We ain't here laughing because we know what happened behind scenes. I've got Blaze the poet. And how are you doing today, Blaze? I'm
1: doing good. It's a beautiful day today. I'm I'm feeling real good today. Yeah, it's, it's,
0: ama- <laughs> it's amazing. We gonna let this amazing instrumental ride out. I got Blaze out of Raleigh, originally from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Somebody that's an actress, a writer, an author, just so much in such a small, fun, nice, loving artistic package like i said i'm gonna let this amazing instrumental ride out then we'll get into some poems we'll get into some soul free an artist that i played formerly on episode nine eight uh one of those you know you hear you hear it in the background so free i'm gonna let my favorite instrumental ride out we'll get into some soul free we'll get into some blaze we'll get into some poetry into some art into some r&b man spoken stories whup 104.7 Attention, poets and those who enjoy poetry, you are now in tune to the world's definition of art. Listeners being our body and our features being our heart. In honor of those who came before me, I welcome you all to Spoken Stories. We've got Blaze. We've got Soul Free. How's it going today, Blaze?
1: It's going real good. I'm excited to be here. Oh yes,
0: I'm excited to have you here. I know it's been a long time since you and I had a chance to connect on the artistic scene. Um, As I mentioned in the uh, introduction, uh, actress in the community, you and I have performed in two plays together, and so that's just been amazing to connect with you on that particular level, and I know that you are a phenomenal poet. From the times that I've seen you perform, you definitely leave the audience stunned and wanting more, so um, in this artistic world, uh, how were you able to find that actress, poetry, writer um, influence? Where'd that come from?
1: Um, honestly, I, I feel like it was naturally something that I started doing. I, I began writing at a very young age, and I didn't realize that I was writing poetry, and I didn't realize that it was actually good poetry. And um, so I continued to write, and I uh, began to just uh, hone in on my craft and, and learn more about what exactly it was that I was doing when I was writing. The acting part was something that I feared. Um, I didn't really realize that that was going to come naturally either.
0: That's a strong word. You mm-hmm. said that that word fear. And for mm-hmm. somebody who, who's a writer and choosy for their words, why I describe it in that in that sense?
1: The nervousness, the anxiety that comes about. I suffer with anxiety. So everything can be a little anxious for me, especially coming through the door, not knowing the gifts that I, I Knowing the gifts that I have, not saying not knowing, but knowing the gifts that I have. Um, putting the gifts through the anxiety, putting it through the fear and the nervousness that we experience as, as performers and and entertainers and and things like that. we're human also we have to we have to go through our human side while we're in front acting um being so a my, part of theater
0: so a question I typically ask uh, my um guest is. Um, do you ever get nervous and I love how you are opening yourself up to the audience um, early in the interview and letting us know that that's something that you do have yes. so what is your steps or your um, conscious sense of yourself to overcome that because I've seen <laughs> you <laughs> perform yeah. and you don't portray that nervousness as you are in that moment so w- can you give us some gifts or some, some, some things to jot down that yeah. you do that we that can help us out.
1: I always try to first breathe I have to breathe first. I have to get out of my head, and I have to ground myself. I have Mm. to actually prepare myself at that moment and say, okay, Danielle, this, I'm sorry, Blaze, this is what you're about to do, okay? So I breathe, I ground myself, I I put myself in the space, I, I put myself presently in there, and then all the nervous energy has to exude through my words. Mm. So that's what makes my words so powerful because behind it is a ball of fire that just comes, you know, all that nervous energy, all that anxiety, all of that stuff that's trying to stop me from speaking those words come out in the words.
0: And the, what, as you are saying this to me, I really appreciate that. Um, but it gives me the um, assumption that you write with meaning and it's not just a poem. Uh, For you to um, evoke so much feeling in the way that you say it, it's almost as if you're not writing it, as if it's not to be said that way.
1: That's correct. That's exactly right. I write it exactly the way that I feel at that moment. I do write from uh, a realness place. I write from a truth place. I can only write my truth. Mm. Only what I identify with, only what not what I identify with, but only what I know and feel at that moment. So if it's anger, if it's love, if it's passion, if it's happiness, if it's butterflies, if it's if it's the Eiffel Tower, that at that moment, that's what I have to express
0: mm. my oh, truth. That's awesome. Yeah, we've got Blaze, the poet, in here, uh, originally from Baton Lou. Oh, excuse me, <laughs> I keep stumbling on that so much. From Baton Rouge, Baton Louisiana. Bruce. That is hilarious. Uh, she's in here sharing, going to share some poems. She's in here talking about her passion as a writer. Um, so speaking of that particular artistic persona as a poet, Blaze the Poet, go ahead and give us some um, loving words or some of that love that you mentioned that you, that you put on that, uh, on that paper.
1: At birth, I simultaneously smiled and cried at the same time. And I'm sure my mother looked into my bright eyes and questioned my reasons for existing. I was ready to grow into a bushel of blue tiger lilies, looking into daylight's eyes to see my future, touching moonlight's smile to taste my destiny, sprouting my minutes, turning them into moments, whispering into my leaves, flowering into something unforgettable, something karmically unspeakable. All the while, I was a handful of stained glass chips, purposeful and dangerous watching days transform storms into hurricanes, defining my reasons for existing while sleeping, measuring my words and understanding that life is breathing in insanity and breathing out creativity. And today, I'll dance in front of wallpapered windows of stained glass tattooed in blue tiger lilies, because I still smile and cry at the same time. And my mother still looks into my bright eyes and questions my reasons for existing. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so many quotables in there. I was sitting there trying to jot them down, but I got caught into listening and, and enjoying that words. Like I wrote the smiling and crying at the same time, mm-hmm. the, the breathing insanity, so many... Uh, I,
1: can I interrupt you for a moment? Oh, you yes. mused that piece Oh wow. with your mother's smile poem.
0: Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Yeah, Yeah, that is one of the poems that uh, my mother's really dear to my heart. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy her. Um, so it, for me to, for that poem to um resurrect yeah, resurrected from and, your and give you something I really appreciate that yeah yes we've got blaze uh the poet in here sharing some words she's going to share some more poems but we go get into this so free an artist that we've played on episode nine the song is get mine so free is an amazing artist what's your connection to so free for I play this amazing song
1: oh I love so free we have a history we've been knowing each other now must be five years so free is my sister I love her to death. Um, we can be together and, and, and come out of the poetry and the in the music and just be one-on-one girls together. And we, ex- we experience and we laugh together and we share together and we give together. And if there's loss, we, we share our loss together. She has a very special place in my heart, and I'll always, always love her. And she, besides all of that, she's one of the most gifted singers that I oh, know. Oh, yes, she is. So, oh, I yes. mean, I, I, w- I would listen to her. All day. So, so with, with yeah. that
0: amazing instrumental, here we go with So Free with Get Mine. Get mine. We, I know you hear the laughter in the background. Get mine by Soul Free we Wisdom. You, Soul Free. An, amazing, an amazing, an amazing, an amazing, an amazing artist. Yes. Uh, so Free's dope. Like, I remember the uh, second time we performed in the play. Shout out to Black yes. Poetry Theater. Yes. Theater. We'll mention them more um, in the interview. But uh, Soul Free played the bartender. And it was so hard for you and I to be serious because yes. she kept making us laugh. laugh.
2: The yeah. whole time. Oh yeah. So
0: shout out to Soulfree <laughs> for being talented, uh, not taking herself too serious, and always being uh, some good energy in the room. Shout out to Soulfree. If you don't know who she is, you need to check her out. Soulfree is doing phenomenal things, representing Raleigh, North Carolina. The beautiful singer-songwriter Soulfree has positioned herself to capture the eyes and ears of everyone in the industry with her harmonic melodies, soulful style, and charismatic performance energy. The world will soon know who SoFree is. She's performed for Women's Empowerment. She has an amazing video, the only one found on YouTube, all streaming platforms. Um, She's dope. Uh, In 2016 and 18, SoFree has been uh, from 18. She's been on K97.5 plenty of times. Like I said, actress, um, performer, her husband makes her beat. So just a phenomenal team together. So please shout out to SoFree, find her, link with her. Um, You can find her on the website Uh, You you guys already know Shout out to So Free At So Free Um, But back to Blaze Blaze and So Free That sounded like some type of uh, Really dope book or a song Or like a musical group Blaze and So Free You heard it
1: You heard it right here first Blaze and So Free Blaze and So Free (laughs) So my
0: question On that Blaze and So Free Blaze Yes Why poetry? Why?
1: It's my voice It's how I speak for myself It's how I speak for others It's how I exude myself It's how I get my point across it's how it's therapy it's how i breathe
0: so <laughs> it's not just the artistic format and like you just really spat out those words you went on a on a intelligent rant it was not not just a a fumble a pollution of words you really thought that that route out and really put those words together collectively um it's not just a art form for you yeah
1: it's not. It's not just an. It's an art form in the appreciation factor. I appreciate what it is, mm. but it started as a um, release.
0: And so, is that just for the writing poetry for yourself? Or do you enjoy the listening and the soaking yes. and reading poetry as well? I enjoy
1: the sponging. I enjoy the reading. I enjoy the listening. I enjoy any form of poetry. If I'm if I'm just looking at it on a wall, so the appreciation of the art form is definitely there.
0: I guess but considering the poem that you recited, mm-hmm. um, your that poem is an testament of that because you said. You heard the poem that I spat from my mother, mm-hmm. and then you wrote that poem. So, mm-hmm. like, she's really that wasn't impromptu, right there. I guess that is really an attest of that that's genuine. Yes. All right. Give me some um po- some poets that you like, so uh, mm-hmm. these listeners um can kind of find find some for themselves.
1: So, um, I love the Hanu. <laughs> everybody, <laughs> I, I love.
0: I laugh so much because um everybody mentions the Hanu. Yeah. So I'm glad that um I haven't released his episode yet yeah you know what i'm
1: saying yeah it's coming and and, and he's amazing i love um zero skidmore where's, where's zero From skidmore baton rouge, baton rouge awesome baton rouge. shout out to zero yeah he's um wonderful i love donny rose i love um will Endless will.
0: Hey, shout out to endless will. <laughs> <think that> <laughs> yeah, shout out to endless. That's what's up. Thank um, you.
1: I love, I, you know. What
0: what what is it about these poets that you're naming? And I'm not um, directing this question to say that they all have something alike by any means, but what is it about like these poets and the poems that you are navigated to or? That, that, that make you like them. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like why, That is it the style, the yeah. persona, Mm-mm. the performance? Like give me some insight on why you are picking these particular poets.
1: Because I can relate to these poets. I see the human side of these poets. I know what mm. it takes to, to get the poem out and I have an appreciation for these people that do so much work in the community so much besides you know working full-time jobs um teaching in the community making sure that the poetry community lifestyle i love yes, that you're, you're, you is are a you're foundation. enjoying their lifestyle i'm enjoying the fact that there's no excuses behind the work it's getting done it's getting w- done you have a team of children and you're still here pushing the art so that is, that's my appreciation for these poets. And, and it's not that any other poet, um, it, all poets are, are wonderful, whether you're a beginning poet, or intermediate poet, or an advanced poet. Um, everyone is appreciated in this art. But when you relate to the audience, <coughs> and the audience knows that, you know, I just had a, a 12 hour work day, or, or the day my, f- my father died, I had a show that night. So yeah. when I walked in the building, they said, we did not expect to see you. And I said, but I have work to do.
0: I have work to do. I have to release this art. I have to get this out. Yeah, I love that.
1: Right. So, you know, just knowing that. just I, knowing feel, like,
0: that. I feel like that's a, n- a need that we have mm-hmm. as writers and artists that we can't just do it for the entertainment aspect because no. it's a need. We go through this life <coughs> every day where we're not necessarily able to control mm-hmm. and control the um, adverse uh, situations. Right. Like you don't know when you're uh, tire's going to be flat. Yeah. You don't know when somebody's going to have an attitude that you approach just a, 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 a million things right. that you can think of that you cannot control. But that art, Fair. that pen to that paper, that yes. that is that. And it's not even the sense of the longing for control, but that is the release. That is A controlled it. situation, in my opinion, mm-hmm. is a release, right? Exactly. It yeah. is. It is. Oh, yes. Exactly, speaking so. speaking on those releases and those poems. Um, can, can I get another one?
1: Yeah, I'm going to. Um, I'm gonna share this one because I just mentioned my father passed away in July, of 2017.
0: And um, it's about to come up <coughs> on a year so.
1: It's about to come up on a year. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna do this one because I was asked to speak at his funeral and I went to my mentor and I said, I'm torn because what I want to say, I can't say at the funeral. Yeah. And the mentor said, please don't, Blaze. <laughs> say what you want to say. Make it a loving poem.
0: May I ask you a question? Sure, yeah. This particular poem that you're going to share, was this a um, before yeah. um, his passing, um, may he rest in peace, or was it after? This is a before
1: his passing. Okay. This is a part of a trilogy for him. Um, so this is the childhood, Blaze. This is the 10-year-old. The speaking on behalf of the 10 year old speaking to my father not the (coughs) old that buried her father you understand so this was written previously and now that he's gone that that's the ending chapter and it's a different one it's a different poem that I actually read at the funeral and it honored him so anyway this is going to be um that piece that I wrote from a 10 year old's perspective um and It's called My Father. Pardon my hostility, but the emotions I exude for you are a nuisance. Daddy, the screams come back to me like death row. My last meal, please. I like a porterhouse butcher's cut of integrity, some good old deep-fried wisdom, a heaping side of honesty smothered in respect, a dessert of timeless devotion with a tall glass of love that only you can give to wash it all down with. My relationship with you has cut me like prison shackles. It's scratched me like old rusty nails. It's imprisoning. And you are not so much a father but a man who talks a great talk and walks past of transgressions using God's name for your own prosperities An in-house convict turned minister, always spoon-digging but never filling your well of affairs, your kept women, your mistresses, and the bastard children of your prison wives. The night I was born, you laid with another, another woman. My mom and aunt mentally shanked and physically yanked you from your bed of infidelity just to come and see me. And as a child, I remember the Motel 6. We were hiding from you. We had to close the windows and keep them closed. And my mom stood exposing her full back to me like a painted piece of art. The laceration, the open knife wound sliced, sliced completely down her spine. This is when I first felt the ache and began to hate. This is when my own meat obsession began. You, the butcher of women, you injected your salmonellic poisoning into my veins. You are in my bloodstream. And today, I cannot stand. And to touch raw meat and why did you have to beat her every night daddy the screams come back to me like death row as a teenager i recall your bouts of silence your withdrawal of solitude when you disapproved of my promiscuity preferring to be in your lockdown so as not to see my natural maturity your drug addiction was my bedtime prison riot mm always pronouncing our home's atmosphere. Violent, violent nightly beatings, wailings and screams, our lives crashing into stone walls, never getting through, never escaping. And now you give me a few seconds on Father's Day and Christmas, and we share moments of desperation in a prisoner uniform. I know the shame in your eyes through the plexiglass window, holding on tight to the cell bars. I scream, I'm your loss. I'm the most beautiful, most creative, most understanding daughter anyone can ask for, and my love has no boundaries in this ever cycling, insane sentencing. So pardon my hostility, Daddy, but the screams come back to me like death row. My last meal, please. I like a porterhouse butcher's cut. Hell, can I just have a tall glass of love to wash all the damn screams down with? Mm-hmm. Sorry about the cursing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you cannot do that. Say such a powerful poem. You can't do that. Sorry, sorry, sorry about, about the, the cur- sorry about the cursing. You can't uppercut somebody in the face. That's like a real life rules written somewhere in yeah. stone that you can't destroy somebody and then apologize for it Sorry. that was a great poem thank you that was a great great poem thank, thank you for stepping you. on this metaphorical stage of a microphone yes. on this radio show spoken stories 104.7 whup you already know where we are every wednesday uh, from six to seven you can find us on 104.7 i got blaze in the building blaze blaze she's blazing up the microphone wow well, that that poem was that one of those as you finish it you soak it all in before you able to recite it in its entirety considering the weight of it being about your father
2: because
0: i know i know as a writer there's some poems where i really don't necessarily like to to say and that's where like you really don't want to say it but it's your poem like i wrote it i wrote it for that moment but once it's done and you soak on what you put on paper it's almost a little apprehensive to put it out there. That's it's what heavy. I'm saying. Yeah.
1: It's a heavy point for me because of the recent passing of my father. So it, it it resonates and it sits. So what I'll do is I'll come back with something else joyous to lift my heart again from that. But that is a release for me, yes. That that allows me to get that out, you know. I love my father. You know. I told someone I said, I don't care what type of man he chose to be he was still my father and i love him so you know i still have these i'm still mourning him hmm. so yes
0: well, well thank you for sharing that, that that poem with us that is definitely appreciated listeners i hope that y'all enjoyed that in the sense of that heavy is how she described it we've mm-hmm. got blaze we've got blaze in the building i'm gonna get to another soul free wisdom um, somebody amazing in the artistic community if you are a rally musician um durham triangle musician and you want to record uh hit her up she'll definitely record you in her studio uh, that's what she does with her um, husband um, he makes the amazing beats and they enjoy it and they get it together i've got only one uh, by so free wisdom check it out it's available on iTunes.
2: Oh no! Let me make it myself real quick.
0: You better be the only one. If you don't know who So Free is, you can find out by listening to So Free on one hundred four point seven. How about that segue? Uh, so Free is amazing. The only one by So Free can be found on iTunes, Google Play. Everything So Free at So Free at So Free. She dope. Shout out to So Free, Blaze. Yeah. Blaze, Blaze, Blaze. You blazing up the microphone with this poetry. You've mentioned of hanu and his influence. You've mentioned some of the poets in Baton. Rouge, Louisiana, with their influence. You even mentioned Endless Will uh, with him, was with uh, my influence. I'm so mm-hmm. crazy today. Mm-hmm. Um, are there any poets that you have um, influenced that um, you would like to shout out?
1: Oh my goodness! I, I I was um I the shade tree. I created the shade tree so that um, artists can come together and write. Didn't matter what we write. Um, and so, the, out of that, I have have plenty, I have lots of poets um, that have come out of that that are instrumental in, in the poetry community. Uh, Alice um, is one of my favorite poets, and Tana is one of my favorite poets um, coming out of that. Um, I know
0: Alice. She's an amazing poet.
1: I love Alice. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to mention, can I mention, like, yeah, Nikki? Nikki, the poet, Nikki. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, that's my, yeah. So I mentored her. Um, I, it's, it's, it's hard for me to um, be, they come and say, hey, y- this is my mentor. And I, I feel honored by that because I'm so used to being mentored <laughs> and taught. So when you teach and then the, the students come back and say, you taught me this, it feels really, it feels good. Like I actually accomplished something. I
0: feel like that sense of enjoyment of the art is a mm-hmm. sense to be taught anyways like yes. just the reflection of how you really evoke it mm-hmm. um i am not surprised somebody would say hey do you mind giving me some insight or teaching me or putting me under your wing yes. and helping me um and and i know how humble of a person that you are you're like wow you don't have anything um different that i don't have like we're on the mm-hmm. same plane that's just how yeah. you you're just how you <laughs> are um yeah. not not boasting you up but that's just how you are you're really yeah. nice about that yes. but i can see you have that in you and everybody has it in you so yeah. it's all it's just about teaching the next person next to you
1: yeah I, I do offer by um, um, criticisms and, and, and suggestions because we have to um, we need criticism in this art form it's a definitely important um, speaking
0: know, of that criticism what's been one of the um, most delightful or, or best things that's been said about your art
1: um, uh, I make people cry
0: You've, you've wow you've, you've made someone cry I love I that I made
1: them cry And so they'll come and say, you know, I didn't know how I felt until I heard the poem. Until I heard the poem. Yeah. You know, and once they say that, you know, you helped me to realize, or that's exactly how I was feeling, you said everything that I needed to say. Mm.
0: And then considering about what you said earlier in the interview, the feeling that you put behind that, that's great for that feeling to come out of it. Mm-hmm. Like that's really empowerful right there. Like mm-hmm. I, you said that I may have even written that poem in wraps or in un- under the umbrella of mm-hmm. that feeling mm-hmm. and for you to share it mm-hmm. and for somebody you don't know to come to you and be evoked by that exact feeling. That's yeah. amazing.
1: That's what happens. It comes through the words. So there's a feeling. Then the words are spoken and then someone feels it. Yes. It ministers somewhere. It I resonates somewhere.
0: I remember when we did the Black Poetry Theater, um, the, the that, that amazing play, and you performed that um, poem and the way that you um, just tapped into the character with your hands over your head and swaying your body and your hand gestures to the crowd and speaking um, to this particular side on one side and just the cadence in the poem, like you really embodied that performance. And afterwards, as the... Uh, play wind down and it was over and we were communicating with the audience to see the audience members approach you and like beeline to you and compliment you on that poem and that performance and not just compliment you but start a conversation behind it Mm -hmm. Uh, was really fun to see as an artist myself and somebody who was enjoying the poem even though I was in it uh, I really enjoyed that like watching somebody beeline towards you and not yes. only compliment you over that poem and that performance, mm-hmm. but it sparked a conversation that you were trapped into that that world within for a moment. Yeah, like you really started a whole little section of of conversations about that particular moment. Yes. Like, and so as you mentioned, somebody coming up to you and cry, uh, audience, um, uh, this is something that I've seen by myself in the sense of somebody really wrapping themselves in that feeling and that mm-hmm. emotion in that poem. Mm-hmm oh yes
1: yeah gotta get gotta you gotta you have to I'm sorry you have to connect with the audience whether it doesn't matter what the word is if they're not gonna hear it then why are you speaking it
0: do you feel like that's something that you've had to be taught as a kid were you in any particular um, high school um, plays or or anything of that nature in the sense of that performance like yeah where did that come from
1: I mean, I in college I was in a in, in a play and it was a comedy. Um, but th- the performance that we did with the Black Poetry Theatre, um, the truth resonated because the poem was my actual life. Mm-hmm. And so I was asked to write the
0: piece. Do you have that poem here?
1: I have that poem. I might have to go through these poems, but I have that
0: poem. Do you mind sharing and consider? I feel like it would be so disrespectful. To, yeah, it, to talked, not share, to talk about it and not share it? Yeah, that would have been so disrespectful <laughs> to have, like, really talked about that poem for a while, and then you <laughs> hey, spent something else and I cut sorry. to music. That would have been like, that was pointless. Yeah. My fault, audience. I guess we should have <laughs> built up to that. But that just lets you know how much we're enjoying ourselves. We're just you know comfortable. Like, I really want you guys to hear that. She's flipping through an actual notebook. This is an actual writer I have beside me. Um, That's some, sometimes we have poets and they come in here and they spit poems off the the top of their head and that's Mm -hmm. amazing. But I appreciate this process. In the Mm -hmm. background, you hear the page flips. Appreciate spoken stories for what it is. Mm -hmm. These are spoken stories. um, Two people conversating about art, enjoying music, talking about the writing process. This Mm -hmm. is great.
2: Yeah, it is.
0: Yes. Um, I actually, I'll spit a poem. I know you mentioned that poem about my mother. Um, so why, while uh, Blaze gets her poem together, I will um, spit the poem about my mom. If you don't mind, I'll ask my guest. Do you mind if I spit that?
1: No, I don't mind at all. I love it.
0: All right, here we go. If you could imagine an angel, God's favorite angel eating her favorite food on her birthday, just a day filled with angel bliss. Now close your eyes and imagine that angel's face. That expression of happiness, literally the best smile that an angel can give. Now magnify that joyfulness by 10 and what you're looking at is my mother's smile. A smile so big that that is what everyone usually notices first. A smile so big with dimple on cheek, squinted eyes, teeth brighter than a full moon on a cloudless summer night that you really can't help but notice and even smile back. I remember. I remember when I was a child. My mom and I would play this game. It didn't have much of a name. It didn't make much sense. I would make silly noises, mimicking her favorite cartoons, and I would win when she laughed. I would always win. That's one of my favorite memories. I have put it away in life's safe, lock, case, and I glance when I need to smile. Her smile is what she gave me. A smile hand-drawn by God from trees on paper that grew in his garden. He etched each intricacy, putting so much detail into a smile that I can't help but to enjoy him and to think that he wants me to be happy. Because when I was born and opened eyes for the first time, her smile is what I seen. Enhanced by bright hospital light, I swear I saw God in that gleam. They say that when I was born that I didn't even cry. I'm 100% sure that my mother's smile is the reason why.
1: Love that poem. <laughs> mm, thank you, Mom.
0: I really, really love my mom. Like, her and I, just as any other kids and their parents, they've had their ups and downs and, and getting to understand each other as adults. But, like, I really, really love my mom. Like, she has, uh, she has, she's gifted my daughter with her smile. Like, in real life, like, that poem's about my mom's smile. That's no fabrication. Mm-hmm. And my daughter has a big smile just like that like so it's really funny
1: right i'm still looking for this poem oh I've that's got a, two books but uh, i'm still looking for oh it. that's
0: all right we've got plenty other poems the, um, yeah. the amazing <coughs> thing about having a writer author in here uh-huh. is the poem that we introduced is that if you want to hear it that bad you better buy our book ah, yes. hey so shout out to that that was like a little mind uh warp that we just gave you we even broke yeah. to another poem so you can anticipate that poem that i know all you all is going to hear um I may
1: have to bring another poem and keep looking for it. It's in here. You know I have it, but I have so many that I have to get my hands on
0: it. Speaking of how many poems you have, like, when do you write? How do you write? What's the writing process? Like, um, you mentioned how many. You kind of told me earlier that you have, like, a million. So, Mm -hmm. like, what? A million, yeah. Yeah, you got about a million. (laughs) So, what's your writing process?
1: Um, It's usually um, the middle of the night. Mm. Um, The awakening hour, they call it. But um, it's usually in the nighttime. Um, there's a muse, something muses it, anything. You, you, you can muse from a tree. I mean, you can muse from a flower. It, you don't have to um, have a specific muse, but something muses it, something has to be released, and then the writing begins. And normally I brainstorm. So you um, sleep,
0: wake up, write, sleep.
1: Normally it's going into sleep. Normally I can't sleep, mm-hmm. so I don't sleep, no. No, normally I can't sleep, and then once I start, once I'm in that mode, it don't stop.
0: Then you get right, you get in that, not sleep. I'm about to create. That's a good create. I bet that's mm-hmm. a good, good yeah, like I'm not, endorphin, I'm, or right. I bet what is that like serotonin? Or there's right. a particular word for that that mm-hmm. I don't know, obviously, because I'm just saying a bunch of random <laughs> words. But, <laughs> but, but yeah. right,
1: so I just it, there is no sleep until that gets done, and then it just keeps going. It can go on for hours.
0: Mm. So, um, you mentioned your your father and uh, your family members. Have mm -hmm. you always had this artistic niche about yourself? Like, would your family members describe you and say, "Yes, we knew Danielle was an artist growing up"? Yes. Look, you're smiling as as I I, um I listen as I know you can't (laughs) see this, but that was like a smile as you said that. I'm pretty sure the imagery in your head of little um, blaze popped up, and you give us some description of of that little artist.
1: Um. I just, I've always been um, singing or dancing or um, writing, you know, once I did kind of grow into myself, I, w- I became different from everyone else, I guess you can say I wasn't, I was very unique my high school and things like that, I was very unique. And so my father was, he would sing all the time. He would write all the time. That's where the smile came from because it kind of, my my family was into um, music, a lot of music. It was always music, um, island music and things like that going on. so my brother was into the congas and, you know, um, we all kind of found our niche, either whether it was um, painting or singing or, or whatever we did, but as a child it was always uh, I was always unique I was always stand out Mm. yeah it was different so that's that's what's up yeah so
0: so is that something that you try to influence on the shade three I mentioned you mentioned the the community that you work with Mm -hmm. is that appreciation for standing out is do you do you try to influence um the people around you in your circle of influence um to adapt that I
1: do I do. Um, what people say is, is a lot of times people say, I want to be able to write like you. I want to be able mm-hmm. to spit like you. And, and the thing is, is you're not going to be me. You have to be you. That's the only way you're going to stand out. Um, you can't even um, imagine how many times I've been in a place and I, I'm listening and I hear someone else from another place have you ever done that before will like you're Mm -hmm. listening to the poet and you hear the mentor and it's it's kind of like okay i I don't need to hear your mentor i need to hear you as a person that's the only way you're going to stand out because i know your mentor and i know their style and flow (laughs) so you can't come behind them and 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 do that you have to be on your own i understand picking up little nuances here and there that's all fine and dandy but just be yourself because no one can be yourself but you so free told me that
0: you know what's so awesome Mm -hmm. is that i promise you i have said that on on air before Mm -hmm. Um, i'm not exactly sure what episode but uh, for my avid listeners i appreciate you all but i remember saying that um i wish that there wasn't a replication like we didn't have that in our minds like Mm -hmm. the learn the learning aspect would be great but if we could get it out of our mind to repeat Mm -hmm. is 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 negative michael jordan Jump from the free throw line because Julius Irvin jumped from the free throw line and then people constantly did it. Mm -hmm. But if we didn't have it in our mind to replicate, somebody would have tried to do it from the three-point line. Exactly. Or would have done something different because Mm -hmm. it wasn't created. That's what I'm saying, the sense of creativity. That's right. So that originality, and it's crazy because as hard as it is for us to admit, I don't care who you are. Mm -hmm. You appreciate somebody who's original. If somebody just comes into Walmart yeah. or and if you're in a the movie theater and you see somebody with an outlandish, quote-unquote, giant quotes because who might I a judge, but yeah. something different opposed to your style, you like, mm-hmm. I see you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Everybody does that. When you see somebody that is comfortable in their own skin, That's right. whether you, I don't care who you are, whether you want to admit it, you appreciate that person and yeah. you might even pick on them. That's right. You might even pick on them mm-hmm. and bully them mm-hmm. because you appreciate it that much. Like they, they just doing, they standing out way too much.
1: That's right. Yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah, definitely. They're standing out too much. And I always try to, everywhere I go, I stand out. I don't know. I don't, I guess I don't try to, but I always um, am, am, am different. I'm always um, uh, bringing my own lane.
0: When you are an artist, it's hard not to. Um, um, I'm right. in school right now. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because one of my professors was like, "Man, uh, William, you ask a lot of questions. And they're not bad questions, but you you are inquisitive. I say, because I want to make sure what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And I'm an artist. Like, I'm always going to question what you say, not in the sense of a debate, but a sense of an understanding that I can formulate. You know what I'm saying? And I said that, and I was like, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I wasn't even trying to do it for any approval, but Mm -hmm. the comfortability of, hold on. Let me make sure I'm still being me in every situation and not being a robot type That's crap. That's right. That's oh, yeah.
1: right. I'm still looking.
0: Go ahead go ahead <laughs> sp- go ahead spend something <laughs> else on it. We, okay, we yeah, ahead we ahead. ain't got okay. too much time left okay. on this radio. You listen in to spoken stories one oh four point seven. This is a relaxing show today. We're here vibing with Blaze. She's talking about her artistic talents, her relationship with her parents, her her father, excuse me, through poetry and just the shade tree. Mm-hmm. so free her relationship was so free and the things that so free has told her um, because she's dope you know what i'm saying i can't shout out her enough look up so free we keep shouting her out if you haven't looked her up yet why are you listening you need to mm-hmm. fix your ears fix your beats fix your headphones whatever you're listening to your buds your car station radio go ahead and look up the people that we bringing on this show because we're going to continue to bring you heat it's endless will 104.7 spoken stories blaze go ahead blaze it up for us again
1: okay so this poem i i ran across last night i um read it as if someone else had wrote it so i said you know what i think i need to read this one on air again because it was a beautiful poem i enjoyed it so i hope you enjoy it too so (laughs) last night i fell asleep with a smile on my face i'd been thinking about the last 20 years of our lives Looking into the same set of eyes, seeing a reflection of my own positive energies, seeing your spirit in everything that surrounds us, seeing our intense connection, seeing us as one I can't remember when we met. It was like yesterday. Our lives became energized, ecstatic, and fully alive. It was so unexpected, and I'm sure we felt like adults when we met, but we've actually grown up together. Now... In your eyes, I see the stages we so carefully built together, built with bricks of love and devotion, trust that is set like concrete. We built stages to last forever. The stages where we rehearsed how to costume each other in love, and I watched us falling in love like it was a smash hit, a Mm -hmm. bestseller, a Broadway show, the most spectacular love affair of my life we became metaphysical cinnamon rolls on Saturday mornings. and wow. a concentration of ice cream on Sunday afternoon, we became safe impressions of quiet, calm spaces. You became my pretty simple, my pretty comfortable, my slow to take and quick to give. Our love is colorblind, so you became my light, my shade, my focus, my myopia, two spiritual images that found themselves living out what once seemed to be a mirage of an idea, a dream we could only imagine over the years we rediscovered each other over and over again and we began to take on each other's eminence and we shared our homes our families our friends we navigated many stormy waters we surmounted many unsettling changes but you were always my balance in a world of vertigo and you are my whisper whenever i'm uneasy and my language interpreter your words are in my meditations daily and yes I love you because you are a jester, but call me the fool, and we will laugh till we're old and gray, and I love you because you always remember the code words when it's time to go. We're always in harmony, and I love you for being my rhythm and cadence, my own wooden radio with music that strums my meditative side. I love you because you're my guitar, playing ever so jazzy and intangible, sacred and refined with songs so captivating and engaging, so sweet and clear, I want to learn how to play declarations of love mean more when they're made at the greatest moment and this is our moment to declare the greatest love of our lives and we were created for this day this day is a divine appointment for you and I from this day forward from this moment on I promise to always encase our love in phenomenons I promise to always keep our love good and effortless and to love you for eternity and give you nothing less always looking into the same set of eyes
0: <laughs> that's amazing love poem right there yeah. That I'm not going to forget that you said I ran across this poem like that you wrote that. <laughs> you have so many poems and you're like, Oh, I just tripped over this poem. Yeah, that's, I an did. A, that's an that's amazing <laughs> love poem. Walking through the house tripped. Tripped like.
1: over it, Phil, sorry. <laughs> yeah, that happened. I was amazed by it. Do I'm you even ready. know when you wrote that? I do.
0: Yes, when you write that?
1: That was a wedding poem.
0: You wrote that for someone's wedding? For someone's wedding. That's awesome. I like that. Mm -hmm. I like that. Do Mm. you enjoy that particular work for somebody to say, hey, can you write this for blank?
1: Yes. Normally, they call me. They say they want me to do a poem. I'll interview the couple, and I write it the day before.
0: Awesome. And you send it to them?
1: And I do the poem, and I give them a, a copy of it, on a framed copy of it, and I sign it.
0: You know, I think you are one of the uh, first people I've seen with the framed poetry. I remember that. Mm-hmm. I was like, I see you out here. That was really nice, and it was beautiful. So it's mm-hmm. it, it, very very well done. Um, I have spit poems at a wedding one time, and I, I'm not very good at that. I will admit um, I like to write for self. It's mm-hmm. hard for me to tap into that situation I've actually put myself in predicaments I'm probably like spilling beans that I'm not supposed to mm-hmm. or somebody ask mm-hmm. and I'll try and then I'm like no and they're like come on bro like you already told you me yeah yeah you're yeah yeah you've not <laughs> even told me yeah. like they're excited about it because yeah. they might be a fan of my work but I'm mm-hmm. rea- like I struggle with that sometimes yeah. but it is what it is maybe that's some growth that I need to step into exactly what what, exactly. what advice would you give me like me personally nobody else listen to this turn this part down <laughs> <this part> <laughs> yeah, Nobody else Listen, This is just for me. Okay. What advice would you give me for that? Uh, somebody asking me to write a poem for their situation? Because you said you have the interview yeah. process. I've never done that. So that's yeah. one thing so right there.
1: I would definitely be, be familiar with your subjects mm-hmm. because you're writing it for them. So when they go back 20 years later, um, you want them to still be able to relate to the poem. So that's why I interview the subjects. I ask them, you know, how they fell in love. And I don't pick up, I don't, I'm not really listening for how they fell in love. I'm picking up on the butterfly that they saw together or mm. the. the, what, is the that,
0: what does that mean, that butterfly?
1: Um, you know, they might say, you know, I like that. we were on a first date and I can remember um, I went to kiss and, and she rolled the window up and I might mention that in the poem you know the windows so that's the butterfly butterfly. they see right that they saw together so so Mm -hmm. so something we're not listening to the actual story we're listening for the nuances that that. yeah that keep them that's what keeps them that 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 moment that that thing that that thing that reminds them of the moment that they fell in love Mm -hmm. that's what you want your you want to write to them about and, and, and let them know i was listening to your heart not your
0: story i wasn't writing the poem I was writing your story.
1: Yeah, I was writing your story, mm-hmm. and so when I when I do that, I make sure that they can relate to the poem. And when they go back and they read it or they listen to their wedding video, it's talking about their love.
0: <clears throat> <laughs> We've got Blazing here giving us so much wisdom. Um, you have such a soothing voice in the sense of the conversational aspect, and then as you begin to recite that poem, that power comes. So we don't have much longer. We've only got a couple more minutes left on yeah. the show. So I'm going to ask, can we get um, another one of those powerful um, yeah. pieces uh, before I play the last song by Soap Free, uh, trying to remember. We've got Blaze. Um, for, for, just before you go ahead and share that last poem, yeah. go ahead and shout out your, uh, your Instagrams and your Facebooks and let people know where they can find uh-huh.
1: you. Um, Blaze the Poet, Instagram. Yeah. Um, Blaze the Poet, Facebook. Danielle Cortez on Facebook. Um, believe in thyself. Uh, at hotmail or Danielle 76 at Yahoo. That's how you can find me. Or you just hit up Will and he'll hit me up and we can go from there. Oh yes, I'm, de- <laughs>
0: I'm definitely going to have. I'm definitely going to have the link to um, Blaze. Yeah. I'm definitely going to have a link f- uh, for Blaze on the website. Um, so if you're looking for, her, just click up a button. You're gonna be able to find her. Mm-hmm. Um, but thank you so much for coming on. Uh, I welcome. appreciate you so much. It's my pleasure. Um, everything that you are doing and the energy that you bring into the studio. Thank you. Um, go ahead, blaze it up for us.
1: All right, so guys, I promise if you um, get my book later on, you'll you'll hear the poem that that Will was talking about, but we didn't find it. It's in another <laughs> book today. So, all right. So, uh, the, my last poem, I'm gonna spit. Uh, Poets in Wonderland. It's one of my favorite pieces right now. It's just so animated. So, <clears throat> last night. I dreamt of Paris, a city overflowing with great literary cafes, hangouts for artists like Césaire and Hemingway. <laughs> Their literary genius still hangs in the air, still lingers like dewdrops hanging from street lamps lined in the sidewalks. I dreamt that across Pont des Arts, whimsical and amusing, quite bizarre, at the end of Champs Elysees was an Alice in Wonderland table of poets, sipping and serving French roast cafe erratically willing away the day all wearing red berets and i took my seat a white upholstered chair fit for a queen like myself it was fabulous and with lots of flair when suddenly langston hughes lifts his cup for a toast Hold fast to dreams, for if dreams die, life is a broken-winged bird that cannot fly. And as you can see the red-crested cardinal flying through the center of the Eiffel Tower, you'll also see that dreams are real. So hold on to your dreams. Wrap them up, protect and preserve them. Hold on to dreams like you. Hold on to strange purpose like you. Hold on to odd intentions like you. Hold on to crazy ideas. Hold on to them until maybe they come true. That's in my right. Emily Dickinson, dipping her watch in her coffee, checking her toast for the time, she proudly rambles softly. Hope is the thing with feathers that perches in the soul. It sings the tune without the words and never stops at all. Leaping over walls, life can take everything out of you. And the world is not really friendly. And just like Paris, we will endure disappointments and tragedy. But with lots of pain comes a greatness. Have you met the hummingbird in the gardens at the Palace of Versailles? Then Edgar Allan Poe then interrupts, awakening from a snore, loosening his blue tie. But the raven at the Notre Dame Cathedral, sitting lonely on the bus, spoke only one word as if his soul in that one word he outpoured. Other friends have flown before. Dreams are dreams, and it doesn't matter that your dream came true if you spent your whole life sleeping. And then he returns to his snore. and I quietly, patiently, I wait reverently when I see Maya Angelou on the opposite side of the table as me. Pouring cafe into her sugar bowl, taking a sip, she finally speaks. The free bird leaps on the back of the wind and floats downstream until the current ends and dips his wings in the orange sun rays and dares to claim the sky. Stop worrying, my child. Stop thinking about how the story will end. Let go and let your dreams have their way. Your dreams are gifted to you. And as soon as you begin to believe in yourself, your dreams will begin to come true. So like the eagle flying over the Louvre, he appears to be hanging in the air, but he is soaring. And no bird soars too high if he soars with his own wings. So get ready, my dear. Get ready to fly.
0: Wow that was a poem right there that was a poem like the epitome uh, the embodiment what um how you would teach it that was really beautiful the segue between the different poets um how they all connected it with the bird and the fly and they all put their own twist in it from emily to maya mm-hmm. um, that was a really good poem i love how when you were sharing that poem with us like you really had your finger pointed and you were doing your hand mm-hmm. gestures as you yeah. were getting into that that was mm-hmm. a really powerful piece Um, thank you so much for being a guest on this show Spoken Stories it's been so enjoyable it's been too long we don't need to make it this long again before we hang out let's hang out more 104.7 Spoken Stories Um, my last question for you um, is did you enjoy yourself
1: oh man I had a blast I could do this all day let's do some more poetry hey
0: let's let's do some more poetry I'll make sure I bring you in on another episode I would Uh, love to be back thank you Thank you so much. I'm gonna close out with so free, and trying to remember. You know where you at? Spoken stories every Wednesday um, from six to seven. One four point seven locally in Hillsboro. Um, you can find us on your local um, everywhere. Um, but look on podcast, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spoken Stories. Um, you'll find me. Google Spoken Stories. You know where you at if you wanna listen. Trying to remember.
2: When music was real
1: Thank you for listening to Spoken Stories.